Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 2020 Psych. I'm one of your hosts, Claire Kay, and I'm joined today by my father. I'll go ahead and let him introduce himself. My name is Dr. Hernandez. I'm an American double board certified psychiatrist. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to our latest episode where we talked about mass shootings, coping with the loss of that, and other... um, coping mechanisms in regard to that. Today, we want to talk about natural disasters, um, some of the emotional trauma that comes in result of natural disasters, as well as ways to prepare and kind of brace yourselves. Um, You know, this is a time where climate change is very real. Um, Weather is becoming a bit more unpredictable and... It's something that we feel that if we can start having these types of conversations now, hopefully this will help in the future. God forbid something happens in your area and we'd like for you to feel as prepared as you can. So what sort of motivated us and prompted us to have this this discussion was the recent uh, tragedy in uh, Turkey and Syria with that massive earthquake that they had and the mass destruction and the loss of life which our hearts go out to uh, all those that were involved in, 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 that, in that natural disaster. So we wanted to sort of speak about how to cope with such a, such a tragedy and, and how to uh, get yourself ready for whatever natural disaster may, may be coming in the future. So I want to ask you, um, when something like what happened in Syria and Turkey um, does take place, um, what kind of services are brought on the ground in terms of mental health that um, people can go to during those types of times of crisis? Well, there are different organizations, such as the Red Cross, that can provide services in regards to mental health care in addition, of obviously, to physical and other other type of services that are required. But it's this is a time when people are obviously in extreme crises, and uh, it's a time when, during the immediate aftermath, the community comes together in sort of a heroic phase of the response where people are clearly uh, motivated and, and driven to help others uh, rescue others from uh, the rubble and so forth. And um, so initially there's a, a, a very positive, energetic, and like I said, heroic response to, to the immediate aftermath. So that definitely helps, like you said, in the immediate aftermath. Um, but what are some thing, what are some common occurrences that happen after the fact, after these services leave and, Um, The citizens, the people that are, you know, living in these parts of the world, um, what comes up, what 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 have studies shown that comes up? Well, after that first phase, there's a a phase where they call it a honeymoon phase where there are relief organizations that are there helping uh, try to help everybody recover. However, after those agencies leave, then there's a bit of a disillusionment phase 
where people are seeing that well maybe things aren't going to get as well as as quickly as we as we thought they were so then there's that phase and uh, where people just sort feel sort of like abandoned at one point sort of left behind and a bit on the pessimistic side and what what happens um in, in those situations, are, do suicide rates go up? Are there like higher rates of depression or suicidal ideation? Like, are there studies that show that like once those services leave and people are kind of, you know, settled in, this is their new reality, their communities are destroyed, maybe their ho- their houses are gone, um, they've experienced a lot of financial loss, they don't know how they're going to rebuild. Um, do the... Do we see an increase in suicide and depression? Well, there's a definite increase in anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, so, and it doesn't necessarily occur immediately after the event, but it can manifest itself even two to three years after the event. But there's definitely an increase in depression, not so much of suicide but of depression and anxiety and somewhat of an increase in substance uh, uh, abuse as well. And so I want to talk about one of the main reasons why, you know, this conversation was prompted. You brought up a good point earlier um, when we were talking about, you know, climate change continuing to, increase and become you know it's hard to say it's hard to predict you know what what kind of natural disasters or the frequency of the natural disasters are going to start occurring so what do you think um people can do to prepare themselves at, at least in california we know that it's an area where earthquakes are course not uncommon here and so it's common sense will tell us well you know, be prepared uh, make sure you have certain supplies water some food camp food first aid kits uh, ways of have a plan as to where you how you can communicate with your your loved ones and so forth those are the things that the red cross red cross can guide us through and and give us some guidelines as to how to go about doing that. So um, even things that we know we live in a digital society, but it's important to just write numbers down, uh, put them in your wallet or in a place where you know that you're going to have access to in case there isn't any electricity and your cell phone's down. So those are those are things that we can do uh, before uh, disaster strikes to sort of Try to uh, get ready for this and have things like lanterns, uh, batteries, and so forth to help us uh, navigate our way through that uh, critical time. Uh, I think it's, you know, I'm just thinking about how there's a lot of shows, you know, that have been created in the past, like The Walking Dead, for example, and right now the popular show The Last of Us, where kind of... um, you know, they're they were in that in that regard. They're dealing with like a pandemic, a zombie, you know, imp- apocalypse type situation. But I can imagine 
the emotional stress that those characters go through you know when the when it originally happened that like first night when the military came in and they were trying to close down the city and um pedro pascal lost his daughter and you know it flashes back or fast forward 20 years later and they're still in a very bad situation and he's still kind of coping with the loss of his daughter and so my question would be for you i guess if you can not expand on that particular instance, but talk about how uh, natural disasters are very unpredictable. And if there aren't, you know, like you said, the services kind of go away after the honeymoon phase. Like, how do people um, basically, I guess, rehab or give themselves therapy and help themselves to cope with immense loss and uncertainty. Well, as you point out, there are some fictional situations that sort of like illustrate um, disasters and so forth, but we're also living through a, a, a disaster in a way. I mean, we are living still through the pandemic. And so what's real in, as we've, gone over in, in prior uh, ep- episodes of our podcast is we've talked about healthy coping me- mechanisms through the pandemic, and we can apply those coping skills such as trying to maintain a healthy lifestyle, some sort of routine, community support, reaching out to others, mindfulness, trying to uh, not to resort to things like uh, drug abuse, so those are practical things that are still, I believe, applicable to uh, natural disasters. And again, it's something that we've, it's, I know it's been a chronic thing now. It's not a sudden, it's not an acute event. It's, it's something that's been ongoing for years now. But we still have to try to use some of those healthy coping skills to get on. We will be using those for whatever disaster comes our way. I think also it's important to point out that the point of this episode is not to increase anxiety of like the potential what ifs or, um, oh, this could happen any moment at any day. But I think just to um, make people aware and also, but I think to remember that, you know, it what matters most is the day to day and being in the present moment. And, you know, we can't prevent we don't know when the next earthquake is going to hit California, for example, but that doesn't mean that every day we're waking up worried that, oh, today can be the day, but just taking those steps to know, okay, we have the earthquake kits, water, that sort of thing. Um, So in a way that this episode is kind of similar to that, where it's like, all right, we're talking about it, bring the conversation, but we definitely don't want to increase anyone's worry. Absolutely. It's, it's uh, to educate, to motivate. There is, though, the reality that climate change has um, produced more wildfire, wildfires, excuse me, and other events that uh, are... So these natural disasters, if you will, are becoming more common. And so uh, what happened in, you know, in Syria and Turkey recently just sort of needs to remind us and motivate us to 
get ready and because it can happen it is happening and we just want to share this concern uh, so that everybody as a whole can can start considering this as a possibility because they're very real and of course different parts of the country and the world should expect different types of natural disasters correct or is it kind of fair game that anything can happen anywhere well, as you know, certain areas in the United States, I believe the most common cause of natural disasters are floods. So if you're in one of those areas that's prone to floods, you know, also flash floods, there's so many different types of disasters uh, that even include uh, uh, avalanches and um, uh, sinkholes. And uh, there's just so, such a variety that, anyone on the planet is a, a potential victim of one of these things. So we as collectively need to be sort of ready for this and, and be ready to cope in a positive way if and when it does happen. We want to go ahead and thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. We truly appreciate your ears. Thank you for listening to last week's episode if you did. And if you have any questions or want us to cover any other topics, please let us know. We'd be more than happy to do that. But thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a great day wherever you are.